Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 112 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the amazing Jason. Jason, how are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm actually in the same state that you are right now, for once. I didn't know that. Okay. I'm in, I'm in Colombia. So. Welcome. <laughs> and then, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, PSA Hall of Famer and White Castle Hall of Famer, King <laughs> NASCAR Logan. How are you tonight? I'm feeling like a blind squirrel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, before we get started, I would like to thank our sponsor, Panini America. How about we'll do a quick uh, shout out to new followers. Uh, LM Rico 2008, and also shout out to Superboy, Rob X, Casey McMullen, and Race Dude for the comments in the YouTube comments. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to do the race recap. We have a few races going on. In the Cup Series, we had the last race before the playoffs. To uh, So we'll talk about the, the playoff selection here. And Chronicles released last week. On last week's episode, we broke down the checklist, but uh, we've been watching and purchasing boxes. And so we're going to talk about uh, what we're seeing so far. And then we're going to end the show with King's Court. Did I miss anything? That sounds like a winner to me. All right. So let's get to it. Of course, it's like the only document I don't have open. Is my race next <laughs> year. Uh, Camping World Truck Series. They were off. They're still off. They won't race until race number 19 at Kansas Speedway. It's Friday, September 9th at 7.30 p.m. Over in the Xfinity Series, that was race number 23. Now it's the 21st annual Wawa 250 powered by Coca-Cola. That was Friday, August 26th, Daytona International Speedway. Jeremy Clements. Was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Kyle Sieg at position 10. So that should tell you everything you need to know about the race. He was the last, almost the last man standing. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, uh, that started really late. I ended up watching that on a delay there since uh, the rain pelted everybody there. So, yeah, they were plagued this weekend with the rain. It just was no good. Watching all that rubber off. So uh, I saw today or yesterday that he's going to be fine. There was some in, uh, post-race inspection stuff where they're appealing. I think it was something about the manifold was too far away from distance from something where they're arguing that it would be no performance gain for them. So, uh, But they didn't remove any points or anything like that for him. So that stands. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Did you see the his family in pit on uh, pit road? His dad was going crazy. Everybody was going nuts. It was I was happy for him because they're just a small family team. Yeah, we've talked about it before with some of those small teams. I mean, it's a big deal for them to win. Uh, you know, it helps with sponsors, sponsorship money, uh, the visibility, and like I said, it was a you know multi generation team, small team, and just just struggling, fighting to to race and and. Like your squirrel there getting a win, so absolutely, yeah. And Top freaking Gibbs even came in seventh after all the crashing, which I was amazed. Yeah. You, you know who I was really pushing for though was Sage Karam. He was up there right at the end. I'm going, oh my god, if he could win, I, I know Ken would just be going crazy too. That was that would have really been something, but it was still a great race. Jerry Clint's his cards. Uh, we have not talked about him before, so. 2016 Panini certified. He has signatures in there, certified potential signatures. Uh, there's a different flavors or parallels for that. All the signatures numbered from 250 or less. We're talking about the mirror red, mirror blue. These are all mirrors anyway. Orange, silver, gold, purple, green, and black 101s. He's also in 2016 Panini Torque driver scripts. There's a few versions of that. They're also they're all signatures, unnumbered, and then number 99 or less with blue, red, green, and checkerboard. That's the only only cards he has in 2016. They're just signatures. In 2017, he's only in the Donruss Retro Relics, not even autographs, but just memorabilia. 
2018 Dunruss, he just had a signature series there as well. It's not until you get to 2018 Panini certified does he have a base card. Hmm. That's strange. I don't know why. I don't know if he signed some kind of deal or, I mean, who knows? Panini is kind of, I've seen it plenty of times before where they'll have autographs for, for drivers before they have base cards. So this is just one, one of the examples there. So, uh, so 2018 Panini certified card number 60. It's a few parallels of that uh, number from 249 or less with orange, red, blue, gold, purple, green and black and then you have the mirror gold mirror purple mirror green and mirror black so uh it's about i guess about 10 different parallels and not until like i said 2018 panini certified it's also in 20 um 18 panini certified there's also certified signatures as well and then in 2018 panini victory lane there's just signatures so so it's one of these uh smaller smaller drivers or smaller teams and uh, so he does have cards and that's where you'll find them it's cool. Yeah, so congratulations to him. That uh, I don't know if that's going to hurt him into the playoffs or not. If, I guess it all depends on the appeal, right? He, he's in the play. They said he was in the playoffs. Okay. Next race, race number 24. There's three more races before the playoffs in Xfinity, if you believe it. there, uh, Everybody else is getting ready to run into the, or in the playoffs or getting ready to start playoffs, and they are still got a few more to go, so – Darlington Raceway, that's the sports clips, haircuts, VFW Help a Hero 200. And that's going to be Saturday, September 3rd at 3 p.m. Stages Darlington Raceway, end of lap 45, end of lap 90, and the end of lap 147. Moving over to the Cup Series, that was race number 26, and that was the 64th annual Coke Zero Sugar 400. That was Saturday, sorry, Sunday. <laughs> August 28th at Daytona International Speedway. Supposed to be run Saturday, but... And Austin Dillon was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Austin Cindric at position three. Yeah, that was uh, another crash fest, man. Especially there towards the end. They had a couple of, re you know, restarts, overtime restarts. It was, it was crazy. Um, you know, and Austin Dillon, I mean, you have to admit... He was very, very lucky, very lucky to make it through all that carnage. Yeah, before the rain came out and shortened that race. Yeah, the saying. rain came out. It was so weird. The cars were, you know, when they hit that slick spot, I mean, they were going everywhere. They were just, and, of course, the, most of the field wrecked, and somehow he miraculously did a, a cold trickle thing and got through all the, <laughs> all through the carnage and the smoke. And uh, his wife was out there dancing and stuff, and they thought they'd won. And of course, he he told her, he said, "Don't don't give me that bad mojo, you know." <laughs> uh, but he ended up winning. Still, he he still lucked out. I mean, but there wasn't a whole lot of good cars left. Yeah, I watched some of that on the replay or uh, recorded. Naturally, I didn't have, I didn't think it was going to go that long, so I had, you know, because it was on the it was on. Sunday instead of Saturday, so I had to improvise on recording the different TV shows to try to get enough of the different TV shows. But I did was watching replay, and to your point, you know, like the top three drivers, they hit. It was raining on, so, so the track is so large, it could be raining on one side, and, and you wouldn't know it from the other side. So mm. uh, they came around that one corner, and the top three guys were all kind of getting loose and crashing and stuff. So yeah, he survived it and. And they called it, and so Austin Dillon was our winner. And with his cards, he doesn't have a lot of cards. It's in 2009 Wheels Element, card number 97. There's a parallel. They're called Radioactive, and they're numbered to 100. And then Undiscovered Elements Autographs, it's either numbered to 130 or out of 25. And that is it for his rookie cards. Yeah, here's an interesting fact, though, from that race. Did you know with the way the cars finished at Daytona, all 36 of the charter teams have now had top 10 finishes in 2022? Because, you know, like, B.J. McLeod and some of those other people finished top 10. So everybody has gotten at least one top 10 this year. Again, another sign of 
how much parity there is. I mean, there's a lot of carnage. Don't get me wrong at this track, but overall, when you think about there, you know, these new cars have created that parity that, that we've really enjoyed this year. This one was a little extra extra carnage this year. <laughs> yeah, it was the Colonel special recipe, extra carnage. <laughs> extra carnage, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, going over to like the, uh, to Logan's point, we had Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, second, third, Austin Cindric, Landon Castle, fourth, Noah Greskin, fifth, Corey Ware, sixth, uh, BJ McLeod, seventh, and then Mark Truex, I felt bad for Mark Truex. He, you know, was doing everything he could to, to get in, just didn't make it on points. David Reagan, ninth, Kyle Busch, and then Bubba Wallace at 11. So uh, next race, we are starting the playoffs. It's going to be at Darlington Raceway, and that's going to be the Cookout Southern 500. That's going to be Sunday, September 4th at 6 p.m. Stages for Darlington Raceway, end of lap 115, end of lap 230, and end of lap 367. Yeah, it's it's Darlington is one of my favorite tracks because that is such a hard track to race. You have to, you're not racing the competitors, you're definitely racing the track. And that track's been there since 1950. Yeah. Playoffs. So the top 16 get in, but then we're there's going to be four are going to be eliminated. Yeah, um, I think we've all made some predictions on that. Of course, you know. Chase Elliott's leading. He's got the most points. But then from second place on to 16th, I think there's only 20 points difference going into the first playoff race. So it's kind of kind of up for grabs. And uh, I made some predictions on what I thought was going to happen, at least in this first round. And I'll let you guys chime in after I, after I tell mine. But I'm thinking that this weekend you're going to see Denny Hamlin win at Darlington. Uh, I think at Kansas, probably I'm predicting Joey Logano. At Bristol, I'm going to pick uh, Kyle Busch because he's always so good there. Uh, he won he won the dirt race earlier this year. So I think that's my three. And as far as the, the drivers that are not going to make it out of this round, I think you're going to see Austin Dillon, Austin Sendrick, a couple of Austins, Chase Briscoe, and Alex Bowman, I don't think those guys are going to make it out of this round. So that's my prediction for the first round of the playoffs. So I think the four drivers that I see getting eliminated here, we got two right or two, we agreed on two with Austin Dillon and Chase Briscoe. But I'm going with Daniel Suarez and Christopher Bell as the other two, not making it through to the next round. Hmm. I, you know, Christopher Bell's got, he's, Gibbs, I, he's and he's been doing better lately. I guess we'll see. Yes, so, sir. Do you so, have winners? Do you have any winners for the races? They're all winners in my mind. Okay. All right. I'll take that as a no. So, uh, my cuts, I have a couple of Bows and a couple of Logans. Um, and then one that isn't on neither. So, Alex Bowman which I know Logan had. I don't know if Val had that one or not. Did not. Okay. So Alex Bowman, Chase Briscoe. Okay. So those are two of them. Daniel Suarez, which I know that was a Val. My other one, I picked Kevin Harvick. Oh. Just as kind of the, he was close to the lower, lower end. And like you said, the points are super close. And, you know, with 20 spots, or I mean 20 people in 16 spots, uh anything can happen and i like seeing that surprise any sport you know i like seeing that surprise and i didn't pick dylan because as we said before we started recording he's got a tv show he needs this more than anybody right now so <laughs> um so for it's logan your winners are similar to mine but like different races so for darlington i picked joey logano couple races that we've just had he was in the top you know 10 or 15 on both of them and then history i thought he won a darlington last year i don't remember okay so now that i've looked through them i can't remember exactly all these things kansas i picked kyle bush in bristol i picked kyle larson so i'm kind of going on for bristol i really thought about that but he 
I think he hasn't won that many races there. And of course, Kyle Busch has got a lot of top fives, a lot of top tens. So I kind of, I kind of went with, you know, yeah, yeah, the general consensus. Yeah, and for Kansas and Bristol, I kind of was set on the same two guys, but couldn't really make up my mind on which which race to put them in. And then when I heard you, it was kind of like, well, maybe I wasn't too far off. You know, it could have been either way. So, so we'll see. It'll be interesting because we need to come back to this. And then once we get to the end of the year, we have to review our preseason picks that we made. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I'm seeing in the playoffs. Um, I think, I think you're, you know, your, your front runners like Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, you know, those guys, Denny Hamlin, they're going to, they're going to be fine. And of course, Chase Elliott's got a lot of extra bonus points. So that's really helping him, especially since he, he is also the regular season champ. So, you know, I don't think there's any way I think he's, I think he's almost pretty good unless he just has an epic fail. I think he's pretty much good to the, the very last round. So when you say that one of the other things I saw was that NASCAR's increasing, increasing the crash clock from six minutes to 10 minutes now in the playoffs. Oh, they are. I did not hear that. That's that's well, actually that's good news. That, that, helps. that helps. I'm sure all the conspiracy there is, you know, helping Chase Elliott or whatever. But. <laughs> yeah. Let me get my foil hat and <laughs> help black helicopters are circling around. And also I'd like to, I'm curious to see uh, premiering this week is racing for the championship. Uh, that's the NASCAR docu-series. I think it's on the USA network. So kind of like the Austin Dillon TV show. It's going to like, I guess, shed some light on the championship and kind of see the drivers in a different light. So I think they're trying to get some of that more people to buy into the drivers and, and their personalities and stuff like that. You know, Maybe. with sorry, with Netflix having the Bubba Wallace thing and then the last dance, it would be great to mix the two and see what, how how and what the effect Jordan has had coming into that and as like a three three part thing or something because we saw what happened when the last dance happened and like the whole basketball card phenomenon like came back with a roar and all the 90s stuff uh it would be kind of neat to see. I mean we've been kind of waiting for more Jordan stuff to pop up in racing that hasn't so i think it'd be interesting not that it's going to happen but with all the shows coming out i mean it would be something to look into well they showed him on the pit box there yeah he was there and so, he's he's not he's not just you know owning this team from a, a right a galaxy far far away he's actually there at the track and they made a comment about i guess being superstitious and waiting until bubba's out on the track or whatever to and then kind of come into the pit box so yeah he didn't want to make bubba nervous <laughs> <laughs> i would imagine that'd be tough i mean i would be nervous <laughs> yeah no matter what you know no matter what he did he, yeah you know, you'd be nervous so anyway uh no, no, no. let's finish up here so talk the playoffs okay indycar indycar is was off but they are racing this weekend grand prix of portland there's two races left it's going to be the Portland International Raceway, and that's going to be Sunday, September 4th at 3 p.m. It's 110 laps, 216.04 miles. Uh, just for a refresher, Will Power is our leader also over Joseph Newgarden by three points and also over Scott Dixon by 14 points, Marcus Erickson by 17 points. So it's pretty tight in IndyCar total standing, so... Moving over to Formula One, that was the 2022 Rolex Belgium Grand Prix, and that was Sunday, August 28th. That was 44 laps, and Max Verstappen was our winner, coming from position 14, I believe, to take the win. Yeah, he's talking. Yeah, that was an impressive drive. Mm -hmm. That was that uh, was a great race. Uh, and gosh, did you see the very first lap? I did. Lewis Hamilton, uh, see, he went over the wheels of who, – who did he go over the wheels of? I'm trying to remember. It was like it was Fernando Alonso, I think. Anyway, Fernando Alonso was not happy about that. 
and at, right after that they showed the cameras and you could see some liquid maybe it's probably oil or something coming out of lewis hamilton's car onto the camera so he was even though he, he was he kept going he was done at that point they had to park the car and uh i don't know if you saw it but he did like the walk of solitude at the end he was he, he was going down some side pit lane thing or something by himself and he holding his helmet they were showing him from the back he's just kind of was walking away off into the sunset it was kind of kind of sad <laughs> They also they compared it to another picture. I don't know if it was Michael Schumacher when he did something like that or was walking on that service road. Uh, so it was kind of like, you know, it just and they actually mentioned you know, get, get the guy a ride over there or something. Yeah, I no can't kidding, believe he's a nobody would give him a ride. I know. Seven-time champ. Get somebody over there and carry his butt back to the pits. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was um, weird to me. I just thought the whole thing was weird. But it was interesting to see the – that accident because i had never seen that because we were only watching i've been only watching f1 here for the last year year and a half or whatever but the drive wheel went over i guess it was the front wheel so it came up lewis hamilton's car came up over the wheel and then slammed down onto the pavement and it seemed to, to have messed messed it up so mm -hmm. lewis hamilton was um was out pretty quick but Max Verstappen was working his way through the field, and they actually showed the you know the chart where he started in 14, then got up to eighth, and and slowly worked his way up. He was in the first position. I think they came in the pit, and then took another few laps for him to get back up into first position, and then continued on for the rest of the race. So, yeah, he he took the the lead on lap 12. He was up he was up to uh, I think sixth place at lap five. So he was passing cars like nobody's business. And I thought Ferrari or Carlos Sanz was going to, you know, do a little better than he did. But I don't know if it was the engineers or the statisticians that it just seemed like they, they went in first and came out, you know, whatever position. It just, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, Ferrari started out with a lot of pomp and circumstance, and now they're... There, it's a lot of lot of popping and grinding now. It's they're they're just not doing as good as they were. I thought for sure we were going to see a, a real battle between Charles Leclerc and uh, Max Verstappen this year, but it's just not. It started out that way, but it just hasn't hasn't kept on. It hasn't materialized through the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't know. I think we saw we got some video of them at their office. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah, they're at their office. Hmm, we might want to show that. <laughs> yeah, whoever did that did a great job on yeah, that, that, so. that. That's hilarious. I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but you know, my my formula for last year, where if you were on the front row, uh, you were probably going to lead the most laps and and win the race. That formula has not worked this year at all. No, this year has been totally thrown upside down. I'm glad. I'm, I'm oh, glad yeah. to see it like this. This this is the right kind of racing I like to see. Yeah, definitely. I know we've talked about Max for stopping in his cards before. Uh, I have him down as a total of 435 2020 cards. He has a few cards before that with a 2016 Tops Trumps and 2018 Tops Trumps. In 2020, he has a Tops Now Formula One card. That's card number 23, and that was a, had a print run of 4,047. You'll find most of his cards in 2020 tops chrome formula one there are about 13 cards and one image variation in 2020 tops chrome f1 there's a few insert sets in that with the 1954 world of wheels there's parallels for that and then track tags that's the other one also with parallels but those 13 cards and one image variation those are in each of the different you can find them in different parallels like the seventh anniversary gold and red and super fractor 
a gold refractor, orange refractor, orange wave. There's printing plays for each one of those cards as well. Red refractors, regular refractors. So, and then it gets into the Sapphire edition as well. And again, all those 13 cards. And those 13 cards are made up of his, his I guess you want to say his base card. And then the other cards are made up of winner and driver of the day. So that's where those other cards uh, come into play. And then after the uh, Sapphire, he's also in the 2020 Tops F1 official stickers. So it's about 11 stickers in that set dedicated to Max Verstappen. And then also in Turbo Attacks, there's 12 cards in the Turbo Attacks and also three limited edition cards, um, which are the LE... 2G, uh, so gold, silver, and bronze for those. So, and then the 2020 Tops Dynasty Formula One. That's where you're gonna find the autographs and the memorabilia. So a lot of 2020 Max Verstappen cards, and he's out in front in points. Oh, he's killing them. So he's uh, leading by 93 points over his teammate Sergio Perez, and then 98 looks like over uh, Charles Leclerc. Yeah, he's got nine wins this year, man. He's, you know, Charles Leclerc's got three, so he's smoking them. I mean, he he is. This is his year. I I don't see anybody stopping him. I think he's going to repeat as champion. I don't I don't think he can be stopped. Yeah. So first place, I think, and I don't know if this inc also includes driver of the day, uh, twenty six points compared to second place Sergio Perez with eighteen. So uh, he's gonna. I'm not going to wood, I guess, make sure he, he doesn't. He, as long as he finishes the races and, and finishes, I guess, with points, he's in good shape here because mm -hmm. we're at the back half of the season. So next race is going to be the Dutch Grand Prix, and that's going to be Sunday, August 4th at 9 a.m. Eastern. That will be and, another good race. Yeah, so it's going to be 23 races this year, and that was race number 14, I believe. Yeah, so 15 is coming up. It's so that – what's that? going by quick man this year i mean it, it's hard to believe it's been a month since the national wow yeah and it's going to be right here on the doorstep of september when this drops so we're winding up getting into the playoffs everything but the xfinity so mm -hmm. but moving on to the next segment uh, i guess you want to do some racing news yeah i can do some uh racing news real quick i don't know how many of you guys out there have seen this but uh last friday NASCAR unveiled their new 75th anniversary logo. And uh, I kind of like that font that they're using for that. It's kind of retro. It kind of looks like some of the old NASCAR logos. But they have a proprietary font, they said, for this. And it's the font name is called Big Bill. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty neat. So with this, look for a huge media blitz and a huge marketing blitz around this, just like what they did on the 50th anniversary. Um, I'm kind of hoping that we see some lithographs of the 75 greatest drivers. That would be so, so incredibly cool and awesome. I would have to definitely get one of those. Uh, you know, also I'm hoping that Panini jumps on board with this and has some cool cards, maybe, maybe even a special set of the 75 greatest drivers. Um, I'm hoping they're planning that. We, we might want to say something to Mr. Tim Trout to see what's going on with that, see if they can pull that off. I think that would be special. And I, and I would like to see some really nice retro die cast cars as well. So we'll see. But uh, you can also expect, since this is going to be a huge marketing and promotional blitz from NASCAR, because it's going to be just like it was in the 50th anniversary. You're probably going to see 50th or 75th anniversary whoopee cushions and rubber ducks and COVID tests, and they'll have the logo on everything. It will it will be everywhere. But uh, and I'll be collecting all that. So if they have a if they have a 75th anniversary COVID test, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the 75th anniversary cups and stuff like and pennants. You'd be all over it. 
Oh, if they have that, I'll definitely, definitely be all over that for sure. And I'm sure they will. I mean, you know, I've got the, the 50th anniversary flag right behind me here. And, and I'll, I'll tell you guys a quick, a funny story about that real quick. During the 50th anniversary, we were in Chicago during the last race of the year. And we were at the Billy Goat Tavern. And, of course, the race was running late because it got rain delayed and everything like that. And, and Jeff Gordon ended up winning and won the championship, all that stuff. He won 13 races that year. But what was funny was I told, told my wife we were at the Billy Goat Tavern and they were playing a Bears game. And I said, um, I wonder what they would do if I changed that over to the NASCAR race right now. And she said, well, it would cost a whole heck of a lot of money to ship your body back in a coffin from Chicago back to Memphis. <laughs> so don't do it. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the 75th anniversary. We will, as NASCAR Radio, we, we will all pick our uh, 75 drivers. We'll pick the original 50, then we'll add our 25 new ones on. We'll probably do that during the offseason, probably right before the – Maybe the start of the, the next year. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss that. But uh, be looking for that. So that, I think that was pretty cool. That's awesome. It, you know, hit that milestone of 75 years. So, Well, you know, what's crazy, man, is it doesn't seem that long ago when it was 50. I remember being in Chicago. I remember where I was watching. Uh, well, I, I thought the race was going on at the same time, but it ended up we got back to the hotel and it, that's when I found out it got rain. It got rain delayed, and we I was able to watch the rest of the race. And like I said, Jeff Gordon won. It was like, oh boy. But still. So yeah, and some other news too. We can talk about that. Uh, Bubba Wallace is going to be driving the forty-five car in the playoffs. Right, which is a very smart move on their part. That the 45 car has made the playoffs from Kurt Busch, his performance of the season, but he's been an, unable to race due to concussion protocols. So it makes sense to move Bubba over there, who did not make it in the 23 car. So uh, I guess that is, I assume Ty Gibbs then will run the 23. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What do you think, Jason? You think that, that's that's a safe bet? I'm gonna go with you guys. You guys know what you're talking about. And and again, <laughs> it allows you know it allows those teams to go farther into the playoffs, which means money at more money at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Okay, so since you brought it up, I was gonna let it slide, but since you brought it, why is this a no-brainer to switch numbers, switch cars? Well, Bubba has more experience than Ty Gibbs, first of all. Uh, and you are going to have a super speedway race in here. Uh, plus, there's some other tracks that Bubba's good at. And, um, you know, it's just it just makes sense to have Bubba in that car. Uh, so to, to maximize the points, because, you know, Ty Gibbs is still, you know, he's he's still a teenager. So. He, I mean, even though he's been doing very good, and I'm very proud of him, I, I think that car is going to go a lot further in the playoffs. That car number, as far as the owner's perspective is concerned, with uh, with Bubba in the car. Well, looking at that last race, he Bubba Wallace came in 11th, right? Ty Gibbs was not in the top, the, the top 10, 11. So you're going to want those those uh consistent finishes the best you can have uh to try to get through those rounds uh you know like we're talking about getting rid of the, the next four if they can get into the top eight then you know it's top eight money yeah and, and this is going to give bubba some experience too i mean he had experience last year but he didn't really go that far but uh this will give him more more seat time in the playoffs and, you know, being able to deal with the pressure because I'm hoping next year that he just lights it on fire. He wins a, a couple of races and does well in the playoffs. That's, that's what I'm hoping for out of him next year. So it, it just makes sense from a, a monetary perspective and for a, um, a sponsorship perspective to have Bubba in the car.
did we see that or is it official yet or not that like Cobblish will will not be back at Joe from Joe Gibbs? There has been no word on Kyle Bush okay. whatsoever. Uh, there's rumors now that he may go to Richard Childress and that Childress may cut Reddick early. He might just say, okay, Waymo, you're gone, and I'm just going to bring in Kyle Bush. So that's that's the prevailing rumor that I have heard. Uh, I hope he stays with Gibbs. But, you know, we've also heard rumors that Ty Gibbs, if Kyle Bush is gone, Ty freaking Gibbs may be in the 18 car in Cup. Oh my gosh, that would be incredibly crazy. That would be crazy. Now I did hear, and I, I don't know, I've, maybe somebody was speculating that Haley Deegan was spotted at Junior Motorsports because you know they have going to have openings in the Xfinity. So I've heard that too, with Noah Gregson being going going to Cup. Yeah. Now, that. I was talking about that with my son, Tyler. We talked about that yesterday and uh, he's thinking, you know, he's thinking the same thing we're thinking, you know, with Haley and the trucks and she's, you know, promoting all these other things and she's got a boyfriend and all these things that are going on in her life that her focus is not entirely on her racing. So if she does go to Xfinity, this will be the litmus test for her to see where her 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 priorities really lie and how well she can do i'm thinking if she doesn't do good if she if she does go to xfinity and she does not do good i hope she does don't get me wrong i really want her to do good but if she doesn't then you know it's time to you know cut bait and move on well i think she you know junior motorsport junior motorsports always has some good teams good equipment and Xfinity. So mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a good, a good fit for her. I think this is a good, good move, right. As opposed to maybe going to one of the smaller teams, uh, you know, David Gilliland or something like that, where uh, no offense to them, but you know, they're not a multi multi-car team and competing every week for wins. So. Well, I mean, you look at where Justin Algar is, where Sam Mayer is, where Noah Gregson is, and um, Josh, Barry. Josh Barry are those guys are always up front. They're always contending. They're always doing good. So there is no reason whatsoever and no excuse, I should say, for her not to do well. If she's got the talent, we will we will find out if she goes there. Yep. So. Any more? Um, any that, more news? That That's the only news. I, I was just excited about that 75th anniversary logo being announced and thinking about all the cool stuff that we're going to see next year. Yeah. There's a little rumblings in the F F one world about jockeying for spots and, uh, gentlemen handshakes and deciding to go to other teams. So, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the, the F two champion last year. I think he was supposed to come up to another team. And uh, it reminded me of Jeff Gordon with Bill Davis and then going to Hendrick. Ooh, yeah. Um, so uh, he was supposed to be basically brought up through the through the ranks, through that team to be to stay on that team, right? Coming to F1, and then he's deciding to possibly go to somewhere else. Uh, so we'll see if that comes to fruition or not, what happens. So. Yep. It's going to be an interesting offseason for sure in, in all the different series. Yeah, they don't call it silly season for nothing. <laughs> no. So it seems like we had an extra extra dash of silly season this year. So. Mm -hmm. uh, on to our next segment, Chronicles. 2022 Chronicles has been released. I know, Logan, you have purchased a few boxes. I was checking out some of the box breaks in the lucky dog racing club on facebook so i got to see some of the product that they looked nice uh some of the i'll say some of the paper stock i was one of the series we noticed like last year they were a smaller smaller thin paper card than they were this year i don't know if i can't remember which one it was and then the clear 
clear cards are very nice. The clearly Dunruss. Dunruss, uh, Magnitude, and there was another yep. one I think it was too. Those are really nice. Yeah, I like, I like the clear cards. The which one? I like I like the clear cards. I'll tell you what yeah. my favorite one is though that I like is the timeless treasures. I like the way those cards look. They're I won't say they're simple looking, but they're kind of you know, just a little retro looking to me. And the, it's just a nice pure design. And they're just aesthetically pleasing to me. I like those. And I also like the crusade, the way they've got the red and the blue. Uh, on each side of the crusade. Uh, I think those look very nice as well. So those are my two favorite ones. I hate that they don't have Titan this year because that's always been my favorite the last few years. So the timeless treasures, they remind me of national treasures for some reason. That's it. That's it. I didn't think about that. that that's probably why I like it so much. <laughs> so I saw the pinnacle and I like those because it's the, the 1992 pinnacle design mm -hmm. and then the one thing i didn't like so far is the obsidian they are too similar to last year's yes it Show almost looks, i haven't like done the research and compared but they almost look exactly the same so i was going to say that with the pedal to the metal uh, yeah i'll give you that one too yeah so i like it but i don't know about you know have that year after year and the Spectra, to me, uh, year to year, they kind of blend again. They blend in, and there's no big differentiation. Because it's hard for me to look at one and say, yes, that is uh, 2020 or 22 right. or whatever. So, mm -hmm. And they're super thick. Like, I know that they're thick. But I watched Logan's break, and one of the packs that he – like, he shows the side of it. And he says, like, oh, this one's really thick or whatever. And it's Spectra. But it's like all the other cards combined. It's one of the thickest packs that I've ever seen that wasn't, like, in a box. So, yeah, it was, it's incredibly thick. I, they're, I guess they're 130-point cards. Now, what do you think of, about Spectra? So I, I like Spectra that you only get to a box. But on the other part, though, I don't like the fact that they're so big that you need real thick card holders for those or you know putting those in and making a, a set you know a stack of 10 can be you know just they're just so thick and mm -hmm. i guess there was a reason for them to be be thick we've seen thick cards because you know there's part of a patch or part of an autograph or whatever but i don't know if the if the thickness uh, if it warrants, I guess what I'm saying the card. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, so I, I think it's kind of the deterrent when I get the specters now. It's like I'm not a big fan of them anymore. I see the what kind of what you're saying of it's thick, but almost for no reason. But I do like the fact that for some people, it's like a built-in decoy. Yeah, that thickness, and there are people that can search it out and, you know, I can do it. You know, it's one of those things where if you've done it before, you can kind of figure it out. But like that thickness of the card and going back to like Logan holding that pack, it's a built-in decoy where you don't have to put the white ones in there because the white ones just leave a bad taste in people's mouths. Whereas these cards, pointless possibly, but it gives them a way to put that decoy thing in there. Not saying that's the reason, but I'm sure it's a part of it. No, I, I, you know, I didn't even think about that, Jason, but that's a very good point. And I, I would have to agree with you on that. That's that's great observation because I, I didn't think about it that way. Now, one of the ones that, that I was thinking about when we were talking is the XR. When you get some of those parallels, some of those color schemes, they just make it pop. Uh, I saw in the Lucky Dog Racing Group break, they pulled a Downhart Junior, and so we had that like green fire suit on, and I think it was purple was the background or was the parallel, so it was really cool looking, and it just kind of made it look three D. It was really nice. I haven't yeah. seen, I haven't seen too many prime patches yet. Now you say that because I asked 
in in the message chat group and they had not seen any but then on some other boxes they were hitting hitting them so i think we had counted up on all those three or four hundred one-on-ones that we saw in those sponsor patches so i don't they opened up numerous i think it was they opened up two or three cases and hadn't gotten one so wow we were thinking like they maybe they're one a case and it could just be the collation just for those two and we know how some of that can happen uh, either front end or back end of the runs, right? Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of the collation, it's it's the same as last year. It's not any better. I, if you guys saw the boxes I opened up, I had several between those two boxes. I had a lot of the same cards, a lot. Uh, I haven't sorted them out or anything yet, but. Uh, and I, I've heard this from other people that, that they said the collation is not very good this year either. So I, I wish I wish they could get that fixed because, you know, people like me who like to make sets, you know, that's important to me is to have, have I don't want to get the same card, you know, five times and not get one of another card. Uh, maybe unless it's Ty Gibbs or somebody. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Take, take those or Corey Heim. Yeah. As well, but you know it, they look good. The product, the product looks good. So continue. I guess we'll see. Keep an eye out for um, for that product. So yeah, you know I've only seen one redemption so far, and it's Chase Elliott. What's what's up with that? I mean, did he not sign enough stickers, or that's just weird to me that he's a redemption in a sticker product. I just I don't know what happened there. I don't know if if he's because you know these these drivers they negotiate how many things they're going to sign. So maybe he ran out of stickers or something. I don't know. Yeah, or they didn't get all the sticker sheets back. Well, yeah, that's true. That's very. They're true. all stuck around his house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he he dropped them out of an airplane as he was flying to Daytona. Yeah, just, <laughs> just sticking them everywhere. Yeah. That's the only one I've seen. Everybody else looks like it's, you know, everybody else is in there. Well, I've heard a lot of good, good stuff about it as well. So I like it. I mean, I'll have to admit the two boxes that I got were mm, subpar. We'll just say that. And uh, I'm, I've got two more boxes from uh, another, another vendor. And I'm hoping that they are going to be good. I haven't opened up either one of them yet. I still I also have two more boxes coming from Panini. So I got, I'll have four more boxes to open up. Oh, wow. So, so I'll, be, I'll be doing videos on all of those. So, you you know, everybody can check out, check it out on YouTube. But um, price wise, what are you seeing? I saw at the Spartanburg show and then let's give it a little shout out to Herman. I don't know how far he's gotten mowing his yard right now, but. Uh, he said he listens to the show when he's mow, mowing the yard. So uh, so I saw him at, at Spartanburg show, but they had boxes anywhere from 110. Uh, they only had two boxes, and they, I missed them. And then somebody else had them for 120. Well, I'll tell you what I paid. I paid from my LCS, I paid 120. And we'll just leave it at that, 120 each. From Frank, from, from, I bought these other boxes from Frank J. They were 115. Now I had to pay a little extra because of PayPal. Uh, I, you know, I, I think some other people probably got them for maybe 110, but I had to tack on the PayPal fees, so I got them for 115. And then Panini was I think 120 with free shipping plus taxes. So that's that's what I, I mean. It's it's right in that 115 120 sweet spot. Well, I just checked um, Steel City just to see if there was any up or down movement and. They're still at 130 a box. Wow. But, and uh, Walmart almost got me. I went down here uh, yesterday, day before, whatever, and I saw Chronicles Blasters. And I went to grab, and I was like, oh, that's last year's. They actually had Chronicles Racing Blasters on the shelf. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there was a flood of those, uh, <clears throat> you know, after the fact last year. Yeah, I thought you bought them all, Logan. No, because they were more expensive, man. They were like, oh gosh, they were like eight, nine dollars more a box or some kind of crazy money. 
like no i'm not gonna I'm curious to see what what's what they're gonna be priced at this year if they're gonna still be last year's price or are they gonna come down at all but again nascar is still more affordable than the other sports i had to watch the video where someone is breaking select at fifteen hundred dollars a box for football so i'm not gonna complain too much for 130. no for a brand new product I'm hoping 24, 24.99 or 24.97 or whatever. It, you know, if they're more than that, man, I'm not going to be buying a whole bunch of them. Uh, you know, I might buy one or two just to open up and try to get, you know, whatever out of them. But uh, I, I hope they don't price prices out on those. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they should be showing up here, I guess, in the next few weeks. I know retail lags behind hobby, so. Yeah. Uh, any more Chronicles talk? Otherwise, we can um, move over to our next segment, King's Court. I'm good. Can I say the words? Oh, man, you need to cue the music, dude. All right. This week, there were some... Pretty cool cards. Of course, with Chronicles coming out, uh, that really helped out. So I had to have an honorable mention this this week because uh, I saw a card that I just had to put in here. Uh, my honorable mention was from the 25th of August. It's a 2020 Prism Ty freaking Gibbs scripted signatures. Uh, it's number two of 15, super short print, yellow green, hyper. They were asking $389.99 for this card. And it's keep in mind it's ungraded. They accepted the best offer of $300. And uh that card to me is pretty. I like that card a lot. <laughs> yeah, $300, uh 215 rookie auto. Yep. So I think somebody did well on that. I think that uh they're doing what we're doing. We're kind of banking on Ty Freaking Gibbs to to kill it and i think he's well on his way yeah if he gets the 18 car oh my god <laughs> watch out we gotta watch out oh gosh maybe m&ms will come back and sponsor him since it's a candy <laughs> company he's a kid <laughs> maybe so all right so our next card our joker of the week <laughs> this is on the 24th of august it's danica patrick sports illustrated worn bikini swatch no is this who made it, this it's a real sports illustrated card look at the back yeah i've never yeah. seen it before this is i haven't nice. either i thought it was a bench warmer card at first <laughs> yeah i never have seen such a thing yeah I'm i saw it up that now. i went i went I was like Joe Dirt. I went, dang. All right, so let's go over here now and let's look at the price. 28 bids? Yeah, it uh, there was no reserve. It went for $95 with 28 bids. With what? almost five hours, five hours for shipping. Yeah, we're talking about about $100 in yeah. tax. Okay, not to sidetrack, but there are multiple cards, not just relics. Have we stumbled onto a new? Yeah, I had not. I had not seen this before I, I i was totally totally oblivious to this card you just it, thought it was sports illustrated yeah. for kids yeah now this is this is sports illustrated for adults <laughs> why in the world so even that nascar radio or learning new things yeah i learned something new this week when i saw this card so and we're bringing it to you that's why everybody's watching and listening to the podcast and so the youtube show so on the back of the card, not yes. the same one, but a different one. I assume it's the same text, though. The authenticity of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit models material depicted on the front of this card is guaranteed by Sports Illustrated. Mm -hmm. Are there other people? Any idea? I'm uh, sure. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably other swimsuit models on here. Jeez, like and I know this sounds bad because it's like a woman in it, but I'm just so fascinated by like why these were ever made or how they were illustrated. How they were distributed or sold or right. Yeah. yeah. 
I'll report back next week. All right, yeah. So uh, Jason's got <laughs> some homework uh, for, for next week. So Okay. The card, uh, credit card database. Promo for the, this show now. I can see what we're going to promo. <laughs> well, we have our image for uh, YouTube, so. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a nice card. We'll say that. How many bids? What's that say? 30 20, 28? 28, 28. 28 bids. For a hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah, buddy. All right. Next one. All right. Next up, our Jack. This is on the 25th of August. Lando Calrissian Norris. 2021 Topps Dynasty F1 dual relic. And it's number one of 10. It's got a nice auto on there, too. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. going to say, he's got a weird but still nice autograph. Yeah, I, I like his autos. Yeah, I, I always like the unique... Um, something you can read and it's got some character so it's that's a nice auto relics are nice maybe sideways but yeah yeah that one went sideways yeah jason yeah jason's gonna give it that a partial thumbs down i think yeah in the middle they could do better uh 39 bids yes yeah, 39 bids thousand dollars 20 it went for two thousand and twenty six dollars Wow. You know, those prices are coming down like we talked about last week. I mean, those they're coming down. Well, when you think about it, right? So let's put it in context. This is uh, 2021. These boxes were four to $5,000 uh, out of the gate. You only got one card a box. Uh, so as beautiful as this card is, you're taking a loss. Yes, you are. Imagine getting a team principal. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's a cool card. I just uh, I, I I like I like his autograph. Yeah, that's why you want to buy them here instead of opening boxes, right? Absolutely. Let somebody else take the hit. Yeah. All right. Our our next next one, our queen of the week. Here we go again. We've got Danica Patrick again. But, but this is on the twenty eighth of August. It's a twenty eleven Danica Patrick. Uh, jumbo race used fire suit relic card from showcase out of 45 and 28 to 45 yep yep it went through bidding it went for 139 dollars and 81 cents with 10 bids and that's a cool that's a really cool patch on there is that part of your daddy yeah Yeah. that's the guy's face yep and hair yeah you'd be crazy not to put that on the list for sure yeah i saw that i went whoa that that one's just too cool not to have on here so it's kind of a Danica night. But uh, I think it went for a fair price. Yeah, it's authenticated by DJ. Yeah, and there, it's got our buddy DJ on there. Senior VP of Press Pass at the time. Now he's VP over at uh, Panini. Very nice. So, yeah, that, that's a cool card. So moving on to our king of the week. This was also on the 28th of August. Jimmy Johnson. One-on-one jumbo patch from uh, Prime, which is from uh, this year's, uh, I believe it's this year, is it? Yeah, twenty. yes, 2022. This is from Chronicles. Um, they were asking 500 bucks for this thing, and they accepted the best offer of $390. And it's the Lowe's patch. So, I mean, that was his primary sponsor. So you really can't go wrong with that. Seven-time champ, one-on-one. Uh, those are super cool, man. I hope I can hit a, a prime out of my Chronicles. I'll take yeah. any prime. I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. So how much was it again? 300? 390. Almost 400. Yeah, so that's that's not bad. I'm glad to see it. I think that those kind of patches should command those kind of prices. They're They're worth it. I don't think they're going to go down in price. And it, again, it's his primary sponsor, so you just can't go wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, if you had that on your shelf or whatever, that's a great um, conversation starter there. Absolutely, man. That's a beauty. Nice. Yep. Okay, next up is our one of one, our ace of the week. Also, again on the twenty eighth, a lot of stuff going on on the twenty eighth. This is a uh, another Chronicles twenty twenty two Chronicles Contenders Optic of Kyle Larson. It's a Go Vinyl Parallel 101. And it's a pretty card as well. They were asking 
$5.50 for it. And they accepted a best offer of $500. Make you holla. Wow. Yeah. So that is a 101. I'm looking to see where it's numbered or did I miss it on the back? It's on the back. It's 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 look, look down where his picture is. Oh yes, I see it. Okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> gotcha. Yep. One on one. But you know, it is Kyle Larson, defending champ, hot driver, great driver. Um, you really can't go wrong with this card either. I think, I think somebody may have may have paid up for that. I think five hundred dollars may be a little high for that card. But, but they're the proud owner of it. They are definitely the proud owner of it, and it's a it's a beauty. That that looks good with that gold and the blue. So, yeah, dark blue and the blue of his fire suit. Yeah, yeah. that's a sweet looking card. Sure is. So congrats to whoever got that. All right, our last but not least card, our Royal Flush highest price card on the twenty fifth of August. 2021 Topps Dynasty F1, Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas. Uh, it says it's a red dual patch auto number three of five. Now, they were asking 6900 bucks for this bad boy. They accepted a best offer of 5500 Wow. So somebody probably broke about even with uh, what they paid for the box to get their money back on this card. Maybe made a little bit of money on it. But I thought it was weird that both of those uh, patches are the same pretty much. I, I'm I'm assuming they came from different uniforms, but I, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, now that you say that, it's numbered out of five. Yeah, you would think with low numbering like that, there would be like distinctive patches for each one of them that there's no denying, right? Yeah, but of the of the teammates at the time, yeah, yeah. So they probably have very similar fire suits. So I so yeah, I don't know. But I was gonna I, what caught my eye though was the Lewis Hamilton auto. It does. I would expect it to be a little darker mm -hmm. than, than the marker. I don't know if that if he was running out of ink on that or was it just light. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the sad part about it is the autograph is so light. It kind of reminds me of there was a wrestling product. What's the product where Jason? What, what's the product where you get to go to uh, an event and all that, where you buy the product, the wrestling products and or other products that Tops makes? You know, you get a. You know, what I'm talking about. No. What do you mean? Yeah. It, you you buy the product and you get these all these special cards and you get to go to. Uh, a VIP party. Transcendent. Transcendent. That's it. Um, I remember when, when Transcendent did wrestling and Vince McMahon, he, all his cards were worse than that. Uh, it's like he just didn't care. I mean, he just yeah. kind of, I, I give up auto, and it was just like with a really crappy Sharpie. That's yeah, his what, is really bad. His is like a, a V and a, like a squiggle, if that. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, just It's like, dude, if you're going to sign these cards, um, you know, Simon was a, a good Sharpie. You know, do your fans a favor you know, because they're rooting for you. They want to collect your stuff. And I think it, you're obliged in a way to try to give them a, yeah, a decent definitely. product. But a lot, a, lot of, a lot of athletes don't see it that way, and it's just the way it is. But it's still a cool card. But that's a lot of money for that bad boy. About yep. 5500 bucks. Very nice. All right. Well, that's all I got for uh, this week's King's Court. Well, thank you, Logan. Mm -hmm. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, we wrap up the show. Mm, only thing I've got left is hashtag skid marks. All right, and thanks to our sponsor, Panini America. Please like, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and wherever you consume podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, all the good ones there. And I guess for me and the guys, thanks for watching. Appreciate it very much. And without any, I guess, further ado, uh, 
we are, we're what? We are out of here.